Hey there, everyone. You're listening to the Destinations Incentive Travel Podcast, where we help busy professionals like you conquer the challenge of creating memorable and motivating corporate retreats, incentive travel events, and meetings and conferences. I'm your host, Kip Lambert, Chief Marketing Officer of Destinations, and my guest this episode is the extremely talented Talia Tinau, owner and co-founder at Hawaii Destination Premier, an innovative destination management company on the islands. Born and raised there, she is passionate about connecting you to her island home. With over 15 years of hospitality and destination management experience, there is little she hasn't seen. From custom VIP excursions, to dine around logistics, to unique and awe-inspiring event decor. I can't wait for you to hear what she has to say. Thanks for listening. Let's get started. All right. Welcome, everybody, to the Destinations Incentive Travel Podcast. Super grateful to have you all listening in today. Uh, I'm so excited to have on the call with me today a, a, a wonderful partner, really on all the major Hawaiian islands, really helps uh, destinations plus up and make beautiful and every other thing that they do uh, to our events. Um, I've got with me today Tali Tinau from uh, HD Premier. Uh, one of the very, very best, most thoughtful partners in the industry when it comes to beautifying and creating amazing experiences for everything from incentive travel events, um, meetings, conferences. If you want a beautiful Hawaiian feel and a fun, uh, really fun atmosphere, Tally has always been our go-to gal. And so, Tally, welcome. Thank you for being here with me today. Aloha, Kip. And mahalo for those compliments. It's so sweet. I think it's really easy to um, be able to beautify such a beautiful place that we have here. So it makes my job a whole lot easier. You're so, you're so <laughs> humble. You're so humble. Hawaii, Hawaii is beautiful, but the things I've seen you do um, have just been awe-inspiring and, oh, and so great. So we, we share an, an awesome um, love for the islands and for you creating great true. experiences for people. Yeah. So yeah, so you know, I think for people to get to know you, let's talk mm. about you. Like, let, let, let's, let's talk about your history. into How'd me. You, yeah, <laughs> let's talk about you for a second. So you know, tell me about your history in the industry. Where'd you get started? How'd you end up where you're at? And yeah. let's go. Yeah. Well, I'm a cancer. I like long walks on the beach. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, um, I'm, I'm actually born and raised here on Maui. Uh, my family's from Oahu, and we have family on the Big Island. My husband is from Molokai, um, and we are, uh, you know, have our, our team and, and more relatives on Kauai. So really, every major island in, uh, in the Hawaiian chain is covered by us somehow, some way. <laughs> um, our, our roots are really here. Uh, for me personally, um, I went to school for tourism um, and hospitality, just growing up here, knowing that that is really what I wanted to do. Um, it, it's what I pursued from day one. Um, and so went to UH for hospitality, hotel operation, and landed my dream job right out of college <laughs> at a luxury. No way, store. what was that? <laughs> um, I was actually a concierge um, at the Grand Wailea. And within nine months, I made head concierge chef and then built that into a new role as their in-house DMC, which actually never existed prior to 
inspire to me. So that was actually a really cool thing to develop. And I have, I, I just have all respect uh, for it for that time of my life because it's really where I like made my bones. One man show, no team, and the Grand Royale to kind of serve it. Oh, man. Well, that's a, ma that's a massive canvas for one person to, to look after. Yeah, it was it was pretty intense and wonderful. It was um, just where I, you know, made my stripes. So from there, I uh, went to a full service DMC and was there for almost 10 years. And then um, uh, we, my, my husband and I decided this was going to be, we were going to be lifers. We were going to do this forever. And uh, as long as, as long as we could. And so we, we opened up Hawaii Destination Premiere, and we've been going at the speed of light ever since. That's cool. That is so awesome. Yeah. I love the Grand Wailea. Yeah, that's Grand Wailea. You may know this. This is, this, we maybe have talked about this. That's where I met my wife. What? I don't um, think you told me you met her there. Yes, I met her on, at, at the Grand Wailea. Now, she was a member of one of our incentive groups. Uh-huh. No, I was a teenager at the time, and I was I was there with my dad. Um, I was a late teen, so almost in my twenties. Oh. I was there with my dad, helping him with that group. And Fraternizing she was with the attendees. Yeah. So now I do, I just need to clarify. I don't do that anymore. That was just just the one time. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad to make that. I've had a I've had a very good track record, and and that's just the one time, and it really worked out well for me. I don't. Yeah. I don't, I don't recommend that for anybody on our team to fraternize with our attendees, but it worked out really well for me. That's, that's a great spot. So now you're, you're, you're a person I've always just, I've always just felt you just have a crazy passion for what you do. Where does this, where does this passion come from? Like, tell me. Um, I, I would say it's, it's really from just being, being from here. I, I think there is something that in our nature here in Hawaii that is, um, it's innate, it's, it's part of our DNA to be able to share. And for me, um, the most important aspect of being a DMC is getting to share our island home with, with visitors and, and show them something unexpected and show them something unique that they probably haven't seen. And um, I think it's it's like a point of pride for for us, you know. It's like we're this is our home, and we get to to share this with you. So I think that's where it, it stems from. It, yeah, I kind of feel like it's almost ingrained, whether anybody has Polynesian ancestry or not. If you grew up in Hawaii, uh, there just seems to be a spirit. It's well, I mean, it's the Aloha spirit, right? It just seems to be ingrained in the culture i say this a lot about mexico like mexico's got amazing customer service and i think it's because the mexicans just they just know how to serve people but in hawaii i think it's another level of not only hospitality but just like this passion to to show mm -hmm. off the island to share the culture the love of the food even if it's poi somehow <laughs> Hey, don't diss so, until you try it, okay? <laughs> so yeah, yeah, and you've always been somebody I felt like you've had like this, almost like you're on a mission, like it's a personal mission. 
So like, how, how does this start for you? Like, so when I talk to a lot of people, you know, was it, was it something that you created where you saw the, a, a reaction of the guests for what you created? Was it the reaction of, of maybe your first boss? Like where, where did you know, like in the moment, I guess my question is, how did you know you were like in exactly what you wanted to do in your, with your life? Oh gosh. Is there a moment a you could question. take me back to? Um, I, I think I, I would say that, you know, now that going, being born and raised here, going to school for this, um, and kind of having that, that forward sight, uh, from the beginning, I, I think at a certain point, if anyone's been doing this long enough, we could honestly say that it can be grueling and you can get burnt out if you're not balancing things properly. I was, uh, I was a young kid. I was a baby, and I I let myself get burnt out, you know, within probably four or five years. And so at that point, um, and a, a, another aspect is the very common like island fever. You're from here. You kind of know everyone. You've grown up with these these guys. If I could just see a new face, <laughs> you know, if I could <laughs> make a new friend that I didn't know from kindergarten. Um, so I think there was a there was a mixture kind of happening at this time, and I decided to move to the mainland. And so, um, the mainland for those that might know <laughs> are the forty eight contiguous states. And so I decided I was going to move to New York City. Okay, this little <laughs> <laughs> move to New York City, and um, and you know I I won't say anything bad about it because it was truly like. The best of times and the worst of times. I was, I was, you know, young and just trying to figure things out, and and um, I was there for a couple of years working in a hotel there, in Murray Hill, and then decided that I, I just really woke up one morning and was like, okay, um, I don't know what I'm doing in Manhattan when I have a home on Maui, <laughs> all my family's <laughs> there, and it was just kind of one of those like woke up and I was done, had kind of gotten that out of my system and uh, moved back home and went right back into what I was doing, but with a completely different perspective. I remember um, driving, I was picking up my uncle and I was driving away from the airport and I was just, I was looking at the people at the airport and we were kind of on the road on airport access road and we're driving on, I'm looking at um, the guy next to us and the, the feeling I got by looking at their expression of what was so new to them, mountains on both sides of the Valley Isle, and they were going, they were here in Hawaii and probably had saved up for this trip. And you could just feel all of this like anticipation and excitement and looking at them and seeing it through, seeing my home that I had, I'll be honest, taken for granted um, through that lens made it completely different for me. And I, I go back to that pretty often now, um, getting to do this just, you know, for, for ourselves with HD and getting to be able to share this with everyone and constantly looking at it through that lens of like, this, this could be completely new for somebody 
and and that makes it fresh for for me every time so i i'm really grateful for that experience and i, I think i had to take that process of taking it for granted and then coming back home and being able to see it uh, through that perspective super cool i love it yeah. great story yeah you got you know it, it being away gives you perspective of it does. you know Absolutely. It, it I, so does. I, I really recommend every little local kid like like me to go away for a little while. Home will be here. Hawaii will be here. But go away and travel because it is one of the best things you can do to gain perspective in this world. That's cool. Well, I, that's just so great. Well, you know, so, so today I wanted to focus on Kauai. So yeah. you and I had the opportunity to host um, one of our familiarization trips that we do with our clients back in November. Mm -hmm. um, and we, uh, we, we had just an amazing time at the Grand yeah. Hyatt Kauai. Mm -hmm. And we also had a, a short, quick stay over at Kaloa Landing. And we did that so that we could show our, our clients kind of a really, kind of really different experience, right? Broad Kaloa Landing spectrum, is... Yeah is a really different, you know, Marriott signature property and it's got kitchenettes and it's a great hotel for families and, and for the right type of group. And then there's the, of course, the grand dame of, of Kauai, which is our, uh, the grand Hyatt. That's and, right. um, you know, I just take myself back. So I just kind of let everybody kind of, if you can picture this, the event that Talia helped us pull off. And I, when I say helped, I mean that she did it completely. Um, she uh, so we what's the name of the restaurant we're at now the beach house oh, that's okay just a little <laughs> bit down down i should know this come on the so beach the beach house. house yes so we we went to the beach house and this is this beautiful restaurant right on the water and literally you know, it had been, right on the water it had been raining all day <laughs> and my thought was how oh, we're gonna have to be inside and that, that'll be okay and we step into this space and you had created this this transparent marquee tent setup, yeah. all the tables beautifully yeah. laid out. The sun comes out and it <laughs> is gleaming off the little water droplets that are on, on this clear marquee. Yeah. Shining like, I mean, shining like literal diamonds almost, just, just beautiful. The table settings were perfect. We had great music. The surfers uh, out in we, the distance. And then, and then there's surfers. And it was like, so that beach, it's almost like you've got a beginner, intermediate, and expert. Yeah. Like there's yes, like three there's sets three of waves points. that come in, yeah. <laughs> right? So it's like you've got really great surfers way out there doing kind of really tough stuff, and then you got mm -hmm. the the kid the kids the that are just getting there, <laughs> yeah. and then you've got these little boys that that are yeah. and these little girls that are just like barely getting getting up on boards, but they're still cutting up pretty well and. And Chip, I don't know was if, you, just... if you saw there, there really were young kids out there surfing. I mean, I'm talking yeah. six, seven year old kids with their shortboards out there. I don't know if you saw that they were coming in on the rocks and they would paddle out for a set, come back in. And I mean, it, it, well, it's I, a part of life, you know? That's... Yeah, I, I did. I did see that. And the reason why I was paying close attention, because the spot where they were drying off was particularly close to where the the wait staff was bringing out the canapes and the food and yeah. I, you know yeah. i'm kind of watching them to see if they're wanting to take a sample without anybody looking just to make sure that didn't happen good job <laughs> just keen eye just kidding <laughs> Hey, just a quick break here and one thing to note. 
Right now, more than ever, you need a go-to guide to help you navigate the most difficult challenge the travel and hospitality industries and the world has ever faced. Multiple wars, recessions, several pandemics, 30 years and three generations later, we're still here. And we plan on being here for many more. We just don't stop. We're always moving forward. So to keep moving forward in 2020, Destinations will host two familiarization trips for qualified corporate and incentive travel buyers to see and experience. We have some really exciting locations, so check these out. In September, we're headed to Bora Bora, French Polynesia to dip our toes in the warm blue lagoon at the Four Seasons Resort. In November, we'll end up in Los Cabos, Mexico to check out the brand new Nobu and Hard Rock Resorts. So why do we do these trips? At Destinations, we believe in the importance of test driving a trip, location, or hotel before you take the plunge and spend a whole lot of your company's money. If you're interested in joining us, drop me a note on LinkedIn or check them out at destinationsinc.com forward slash events. So you've created some amazing events. So take me through a couple, maybe something that you've, several that you've done lately on the island of Kauai or, or on any of the other islands, but as we're focusing on Kauai today, yeah. what have you done where you've taken maybe kind of more of a blank canvas or, you know, like a beautiful resort lawn or canvas and what have you done to really create a unique, cool Hawaii experience for, for guests? Yeah. Um, well, on Kauai in particular, I think there is, there is some, there is like an energy there. There is a feeling there that I, I think you experience right, right when you get off the plane. And so for us, that was really kind of um, inspirational. We wanted to, we wanted that, that, by that energy to be brought to like every event that we uh, that we do there, and so um, I think it's it's important to have some kind of cultural anchor, no matter what we're doing. There's a reason why uh, you know you selected Kauai as a destination um, over any other place. You could be anywhere you wanted to, and so I I think um, kind of being able to to highlight. Even even gently uh, highlight the culture there is is really important for us. And so, um, one of the more recent events that we did there, we um, you have great lawn space if you're familiar with with Grand Grand Hyatt, and so you have really great function space out there. And I, I think we can kind of do a lot between um, Ilima and, and shipwreck and just all kinds of fun stuff. So. Uh, one one of the more recent events that we did out there was um, on shipwreck and having this kind of beach atmosphere where it is toes in the sand, uh, I think already sets the mood and gives that sense of place for guests. But uh, what we wanted to create was really like a um, a beach barbecue. So if you came to Hawaii, the 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 inspiration behind it was like if you came here and you had a really good friend that lived in Hawaii, and they were able to show you a part of the island that you hadn't seen before because you didn't have that kind of insider scoop or you didn't know that that cool uh, little brewery was around the corner or that really awesome restaurant had the best uh, you know, fish tacos or whatever it was. Having that kind of insider scoop, I think always makes like a little difference, right? You get you get this uh, resident mentality that you might not have had. And so 
we wanted to create this feeling of a, a, a beach barbecue that you and your friends were able to, to go to. So it's, it's casual enough that you feel like you can let your hair down, but it's elevated with uh, you know, food and beverage from the hotel and, and really beautiful residential mahogany farm tables. We have even larger kind of ranch tables with live edge. Um, oh gosh, Kip, I can start geeking out on all of our- Go for it, let's hear it. I'll just get all crazy, but um, I think that was kind of uh, one of the more um, recent events that we did that was really well received because I think people just, they want something that feels familiar and yet unexpected. So that's the balance that we're trying to play with. We, we want it to resonate with them, but we want to surprise them somehow. Yeah. Well, so you and I were talking before and we've talked a few different times um, on different occasions about the, the, the book, The Power of Moments by Chip mm -hmm. and Dan Heath. And one of those things I think that you that you're talking about here is is really breaking that script, right? Mm -hmm. um, people are going to have an expectation of of kind of a luau event or a dinner event on a beach, and they, you know, when they get invited to that or it's on their itinerary for their group, they they have a script of how that's going to go in their heads, and mm -hmm. there's going to be tiki torches, and there's probably going to be a hula dancer, and you know, a guy with a fire knife, and Mm -hmm. There's going to be all that stuff. And all that is great. That, that's okay to, to have some things that fit the script. I mean, you're, you're not going to want to bring in, you know, maybe, maybe you don't want to bring in a, an Elvis impersonator and have him be the entertainment on a beach in Hawaii. That's, that's probably going too far with breaking the script. But, you know, I think you've, you've always done that really great job of, of keeping it in the traditional, cool, kind of giving it a great feel. But also adding those little touches that really do break the script in people's heads. So like what other ways have you strived or tried to break the script on, on the events that you've done lately? Um, well, it's been something that uh, H it's just a mainstay for HD. Again, just really being um, born and raised here. We have a real uh, strong sense of being able to give back. And so um for us, we've put a, a big emphasis on uh, researching nonprofits that are local to the islands that we can be able to incorporate somehow and um, that has some level of elevation for the group. So this is a win-win scenario. Um, this particular event that I'm, uh, that I'm discussing, we actually um, brought in a, a nonprofit that has a has ukulele instruction available for free for disadvantaged kiki and it um they it allows them to come after school and learn how to play the ukulele and they get to perform at local shopping centers and uh you know little community events like that and that's how they kind of raise money and we were really uh we were really passionate about being able to do something for our next generation, not just the youth of, of Hawaii, but also um, music, you know, the music of Hawaii and keeping uh, ukulele um, a part of our, our curriculums here. It is ensembles, is, you can learn to play ukulele here in school. And so uh, that program is being phased out if funding isn't um, there for some of our schools. So anyhow, uh, for this particular event, what we decided to do was um, open up with a three to four minute med med uh, medley um, from the kids where they, they did a couple numbers on their ukulele and um, 
we told the, the group a little bit about them and what they represented as a nonprofit and being able to help these kids gain confidence and, and such a, a, a piece of self pride and identity through this music that they were now learning and getting to perform. And, um, and of course, the, you know, the group just loved it and, and decided to do their own donation at uh, their own discretion. It was just, it, it's one of those moments that um, you piece together and you hope that it's gonna be, uh, you hope for the best and then it's so much better than you actually planned it. And um, you know, it was, it was really amazing. They, they ended up buying them uniforms and- Oh, um, cool. And one of the kids, uh, Ikaika, I was walking off of the stage with them and Ikaika said, it feels like we played the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. That's cool. So, yeah, yeah. So it was, uh, yeah, one of those great moments to be able to break the script and, and have, the, um, have the attendees feel like they've gotten a real piece of the island with them, that memory that's going to really last forever. That's cool. That, that is that's such a great example. And anytime you can involve the kids, the keiki, that's right. It, it 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 just it just really brings those attendees attention in, and and they love seeing that. And they, you know, it's great to see kids with talent. Totally. You know, and I don't know if it's just too just a, a Hawaiian thing. Like everybody's born with with like either a great voice, or they're <laughs> able to dance, or they're able to play an instrument. Like one of the yeah. three. <laughs> you know, or, or it, multiple. It, it, yeah, I I would have to agree. We have so much talent here in the islands and um being able to highlight some of it i think is a real honor for us that's cool well you know so you talked a little no, i'm just kidding <laughs> i wrote a little ditty for you <laughs> well you do have looks like you got an ukulele there on the on the shelf oh, yeah i do yeah <laughs> tuned is it ready to go <laughs> Not at all. right. So now what, one thing that you've always been really great at too um, is, is really boosting that sensory appeal. And you, you kind of alluded to it a little bit when you were speaking about what you did at Shipwreck, where you brought in some extra furniture and some, you know, so one thing that I've noticed that you really do well in your events is, you know, it's okay to use the available hotel rounds and all that kind of stuff, but you have a talent for really handpicking some cool pieces to bring into an event that really, you know, you've made a living room out of, out of one space that I've been in. It just felt like I was in this really cool outdoor living room with these, you know, big heavy wood tables and, and bars. And, and then, you know, there's also the, uh, the other event that's the, the, like the, the glow in the dark glow event. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so that, that goes to the, the, the side of like, of the book power of moments, how they, they tell us to create a cool moment. You got to boost sensory appeal. So mm -hmm. tell me a little bit more about your philosophy and how you've gone about doing that. Um, I, I think it's, it's straightforward in the way that we, we really are trying to tap into all of those senses and, um, be able to, you know, what we say here in the office is like put it in their hands let them let them feel that let them smell that see that taste that um so that's kind of our way of saying like a, a real experience you want them to put it in their hands and 
um, for us, you know, that comes in, in, in many different forms. Um, it could be, uh, like you said, bringing in really just cool, contemporary, sometimes vintage. I mean, we have so much resource on, on, on Kauai, um, being able to bring in really cool signature pieces that automatically are talking points for people, um, I think is, is a really cool, important way to, um, to boost that sensory. Um, we, we also work with our hotelier partners and um, we've brought in different little tasting uh, platters, whether it's um, sliced cucumber, tomatoes, hummus, or excuse me, pita bread. And um, what we'll do is we'll bring in a, a vendor, a local vendor that does Hawaiian sea salt tasting. And so we kind of put these two elements together um, and tell the, the real story of, of what Hawaiian sea salt meant, harvesting on different islands from different pockets of the island, rendered different flavors of salt. And those, uh, that salt was gifted to, um, to Hawaiians as a, a, a token of prosperity. And, um, and so being able to kind of tell this story through taste and touch, letting them get to taste the, the, the black lava sea salt on the cucumbers or letting them taste the alai, the, that red kind of sea salt and, and how that brings out different flavors of the food. So I, I think these are just some of the small ways that we're able to really boost that sensory. Cool. Our time's, our time's winding down. Now, I know you love Maui, you're from there. I am. But I know you have a, I know you have a secret love for Kauai as well so what sets it apart what makes it so what for you what makes it so special I mean why is it great for not only just your regular vacation but for for people trying to um, create a great incentive travel event for their company yeah you know it I think it's it's challenging to put in words because it is this very visceral sensation there there is um, something about that island, and I think it has a lot to do with its um, its makeup, really. If you were to look at the Hawaiian islands um, with the big island still erupting and creating land, that would be the youngest of the islands. So if you went up the Hawaiian island chain up to Kauai, which is kind of most north, you have Niihau above that, but Kauai uh, being one of the oldest in comparison to the Big Island, and so the landscape there that you see is is so um, it, it has so much character. You know, you have these really like craggy uh, cliffs and and lush, um, just really overgrown kind of lush areas. The water on Kauai is um, it's unlike any of the other islands because it's kind of exposed in such a way to the Pacific that you get just this really raw, powerful Pacific uh, experience there. And so it, it's hard to, to say and, and put into any one particular word what makes Kauai so special. But I'll tell you this, Kip, when you set foot there, you certainly feel it. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I've, I've, I've felt that. Now, you know, as we wind our, our time down, our time down here. So tell me if you're going to Kauai with your family, what's an off the beaten path thing to do? Yeah. 
a, a, maybe a secret spot to grab your favorite thing to grab grab a bite to eat what what's what's your jam when you're over on Kauai if it's just <laughs> you and your family yeah that's a good question um well for us we have a small little Mediterranean restaurant up in Hyena which is uh right above Hanalei that we love to go to it's right on the water um so that would be something that would just kind of be for us. I don't want. I don't want to say the name. I don't want anyone to go there. Okay. <laughs> oh, you're not gonna. You're not gonna give the name, huh? <laughs> but what I would say is, um, especially if you're staying on the north side, or excuse me, on the south side in Sunny Poipu, um, I think it's not not quite off the beaten path, but it'll be a little bit out of your out of your way. I would say to head up north and. I think it would be remiss just to be on Kauai and not go to Hanalei Bay. Um, that, that area in particular is really one of the most special places, I think, in the state of Hawaii. And so um, I, that's one place that we don't miss when we, when we go to Kauai. We'll go walk on the pier, we'll check out the little local kids jumping in and diving in or the old fishermen up there, or the canoe club that paddles right off the beach. Um, we could spend the entire day there and, and be like, oh, where did the time go? You know, so <laughs> I think maybe not off the beaten path, but definitely a place to see while you're there. Yeah, Hanalei is just beautiful. Well, cool. Well, okay. Well, we'll <laughs> conclude here. And I, I just, I, I, I mean, I agree on Hanalei. I, I think it's, it's so fantastic. It's so beautiful. But really for you, just to, to kind of wind this thing down, yeah. you know, people need to, people say you need to be ready with your 30 second or minute elevator pitch. Oh boy, you're going to put me on the spot. Yeah. So like, why, why Talia and John at HD Premier? What, what sets you guys apart? Ooh. Explain to me why I love to do business with you. <laughs> Tell me why. Um, <laughs> well, here it goes. Timer on. No, I'm just kidding. Um, you know, Kip, for, for us, I think what we do is uh, it's very personal. You know, you can, you can say it's not personal, this is business. But at the end of the day, if you love what you do, it's very personal. And so um, I think why by HD, you know, um, because here in the islands, if I were to be a completely transparent, the resource between all of the DMCs and, and this destination that's kind of DMC saturated, um, it can be very similar, if not the same. You know, we have similar boats to use. We have similar zip lines to book. Um, so what does it really come down to? I think it comes down to the people that you're going to work with, the people that you're going to be shoulder to shoulder with in the trenches, doing the pre-planning, um, doing manifest management with our operation team has um, really just set themselves apart by being able to not just, not just be reactive, but be proactive and you know, be able to have some foresight to say, hey, listen, uh, this might happen if we do this. Let's explore this avenue and, and, uh, and see, see where that goes and see if that saves you time and money and resource in the long run. So um, that would be just one of the many reasons 
Thank you so much. Well, mahalo for for joining me. Thank you so much. I'm oh, so glad we share this yeah. this passion for for Hawaii, for Kauai, um, and for creating amazing, wonderful experiences for for the guests that we love to bring to the islands of Aloha. You've been so wonderful. Thank you for being yeah. really like an extension of our Ohama. Honestly, thank you for That's that. That's how we thank feel you about you. Okay. Thanks a lot. All right. Kip. Aloha. Aloha. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. We hope that you enjoyed this episode of the Destinations Incentive Travel Podcast. At Destinations, we strive to be your go-to guide and seasoned partner in helping you craft the perfect corporate retreat, president's club, or rewards trip for your company. Check out how we do it at destinationsinc.com.